Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 1535-1535. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. Today we have Shelly Schuhart, Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I still have my Christmas lights up. So have I created a new holiday mixing Christmas lights in MLK? Mike's Daily Podcast. ML Christmas. Nah, was that sacrilegious in some way, in many ways? Mike's Daily Podcast. I don't know, but that's just what I made up. Hey, it looks like it's Monday, and I know for a lot of you today's a holiday, but not for me where I work. That's because I'm a jerk. No, wait, I'm not a jerk. I'm a nice guy named Lurk. Lurk is my name because I am Swedish. Mike's Daily Podcast. Hello, I am Lurk. And I am here to bring you podcast today on a show called Mike's Daily, Daily Podcast. Podcast. That's right. Yeah. Last night I enjoyed watching several FF episodes of David Tells. Insomniac, which you can find on YouTube. It's wonderful and it's nonsensical. And I love it because he throws himself into these situations with all these drunk people. This was about, what, 15 years ago? It's an old show now. Wow, because it was done around the late 90s, early O's. And he does such a fun job just messing with people as he goes to different bars and stuff in different cities. And I love it. Hey, look who just walked in. Hello, my friends. Here's a challenge. Too hard to get shop supervisor. How come you don't do voices for cartoons and stuff? That's a question that was asked to me yesterday. But look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. Did you know people can email me with their engineering questions? No. Where can they email you at? I'm glad you asked. John Deere at mikesdailypodcast.com Oh! Mike, they can also email me at Floyd at mikesdailypodcast.com That's amazing, Floyd. How you been? Good! I got a lot of hair! Yes, if you've ever seen the, one of the cartoons with Floyd. And here's today's podcast picture. He got a lot of hair, but he's not in today's podcast picture. No, no, no. In fact, it's a continuation of oh wait a minute we gotta put this guy on real real quick hold on rapid resolution tax group now at 800 601 my name is lou dobbs i talk like this i sound like i'm about to have a heart attack in fact i sound like i'm having one right now as this new business week is underway facebook executives are pondering friday's investor revolt shares of oh good god don't you hate him so my friend I realized I've kind of psychoanalyzed him and he really wants fame makes a man bears a but fame does the damn about fame I never remember the words to that song oh hey because my name's lurk more 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 is he saying dead, 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 mort, 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 dead, dead, dead? I don't know. Hey, 
So this guy I know, he's obsessed with fame, and that's cool, that's fine, it's a driver. Some people are driven. And I told him yesterday, I am not driven like you. I've known you for a long time. I've known you since, well, heck, back to, uh, to whatever it was I was talking about that was in the late 90s. And early, oh, David Tell. I've known him since David Tell, the show, was on the air. And I just have, and at first I used to go, why aren't I driven like this guy? Why aren't I coming up with that? And you know what? I've come to the realization that that's who I am. And you can't change me. And I think he sometimes tries to change me. And then he gets all mad when I call him out on it. And he goes, okay, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. Like he did on Twitter a couple weeks ago. And the fact is, I just, I am not driven like that. I never have been. I love to create stuff. I love to mess around on this podcast. And as I found out through this guy, there are a lot of, you know, he's aspiring to be on San Francisco radio. And he wants to be on one of the big, big radio stations that's heard in every store in San Francisco. It is like the go-to Muzak station. And he just, you know, he wants to be on it. But then he told me, I don't want to be on it. He said to me, you know, they only let you talk three times an hour. You have to say exactly what they want you to say. And you can't talk much more than that. You can't talk. And he's just telling me how it is. And I was, whoa. I kept going. Every time he told me something, I I would be like, no, really loud. I think I scared him because I was. No. I was just so like, you can't. I can't believe that. I, I mean, I can believe it. Whoa. Listening to that station, I know people are just so, they're so, the DJs are so boring and so contrived and so controlled. And you just, that's what they, they have to be. That's, they're this big station and nobody wants to mess with it because otherwise they're going to, people are going to turn them off in all the stores and that's where they make their money as they walk it. Even though people, it's just background noise and nobody's paying attention to it. You might as well just have a fan on. Do you want to be on a radio station where you're just a... I used to love being on country music radio because people actually listened to you. You'd come out of a song and you'd go, Wow! Gosh, you know, there's a... The firefighters are working hard. We should get them a... We should help them out. And people would be like, I'm bringing down a pie right now for the firefighter. People cared, you know. They would just jump up and want to help. And that's how people are listening to this show. They immediately respond to me, not by calling 336-MM-DAILY, but by texting me because they know my my phone number and they text me and they tell me things. Mike, I think Morrissey sounds like a bad Kermit the Frog impression. And you know what? That may be true, but he's an awesome... I I thank God every day that Morrissey's alive because there's he's sad, he's silly, he's depressing, he's wonderful. He's British. He reminds me of my college days, really, at UCSB, where so much bad times there. Montecito, which is just south of UCSB, about maybe a 20-minute drive. They're They're not right next to each other, but they're pretty close. The podcast picture today, and I used to have to drive through Montecito. One time, I almost got into a horrible car crash because I'm driving on 101, which I hear is closed now between... uh, Like huge chunks of The 101 are are Gone and that is Absolutely Catastrophic because so many people Use that that's their way To get that's their lifeline 
people commute on that road every day. It's the most beautiful commute you could ever drive. But in fact, Ronald Reagan once talked about it at the end of a debate, I think with Walter Mondale. Well, I was driving with Nancy up Highway 1 and I was thinking how America is the greatest country that ever existed and at California that I used to be the governor of is the greatest country ever because it's a country with a governor which I was and I was president of that country now I'm president and I have one second term ha in your face Mondale is what he said I think that's a direct quote at any rate uh, at any way at cafe anyway the point being that where is that anyway anyway thank you uh I one time I'm driving back I just done an overnight at Y97 Santa Barbara's Hot FM KHTY where we play top 40 music and I had played the Casey Kasem show in the, or no I just done an overnight so from midnight to 6 in the morning I was spinning the George Michael and the Poison and Michael Jackson Janet Jackson Whitney Houston all night long I think we might even play a little Lionel uh, Guns N' Roses possibly and I'm driving home and all of a sudden I notice the roads are ice and the idiots in front of me are slamming on their brakes so I realize I'm not going to be able to stop because I, if I slam on my brakes now I'm going to slide and hit the guy so I moved over to the side and right at that moment I look in my rear view mirror and there's somebody coming right at my butt so smash down on the gas and I'm going so fast and I immediately get off the freeway and I went over to the side this is in Montecito actually Carpinteria is I think right about where the two meet I was there near the polo grounds the uh is that that's the horse game in it polo Marco and I stopped the car and I'm so tired and I look at my right leg and it's shaking it's jumping up and down and I'm oh so I, I put the seat back and I took a nap. I was just, dang, I almost got in an accident. And that was years ago, but I feel I relived it just now for you. I hope you enjoyed that because that, that actually happened. Oh, stop. Oh, you did. Stop. So I'm not obsessed with fame. And I think that's okay because fame is a double-edged sword, my friend. Revenge is a dish best served cold. You think about that. No, I meant the other expression. Well, anyway. Cafe anyway. I was... Uh, anyway. I don't care for... F- I know fame. You, so everyone knows your name. That's great. But you're also... Everybody knows your name. You have no privacy. No privacy, as the British say. And and you have to... Uh, and it, it, it's a wheel. That's what it is. It's a hamster wheel. You know, they're, they're running around in that little wheel that you can never, ever get off. And I feel bad for my friend because he can never, ever, ever get off of that wheel. He's going to just keep ru- running at, running at, running at, running at, and running and run, running and run. And, uh, and Black Eyed Peas his whole life. But that's all right. That's fine. That's who he is. And that's who he is. And that's who I am not. So there you go. That's my story today, and I will never, ever work for station in San Francisco that plays the music. And that was the end of my Russian rant. Good gosh, my Russian is not... My Russian accent? I almost dated 
I did. I go. I went on one date with uh, a lady who was Russian, and she was really pretty. I don't know why I didn't go on a second date. Something happened. It, do you ever have that happen to you? You go on a date or something. You have coffee with a person you're interested in, and then it just didn't work out for some reason. Maybe it's them. Maybe it's because they're Russian. That's Russian. We haul on the River Brent. There's a girl in this orchestra singing here, the Red Army Orchestra, that looks just like Christina Applegate. Interesting. The trip that I did on Saturday was wonderful. I went to San Francisco and I, I, uh, I took Bart to San Francisco. It was a complete no car day. No car the whole day. And I did it. I wanted to just leave the car in the garage, so I walked from my house down to Bart, and then took Bart into the city, uh, and I got off over by the by the Embarcadero, and then I proceeded to walk up to uh, towards uh, Pier 39. Walked around Pier 39, saw the sea lions. Oh, got it up to sea lions in right here. And then I went to Garadelli Square. Oh, yeah, of course, going through Fisherman's Wharf. Garadelli Square, there's a bus called 30, the 30. And if you grab that bus, it can take you all the way to the Palace of Fine Arts. And that's today's podcast picture, everybody. The podcast picture is Palace of Fine Arts, which, hey, Mike, wasn't that also the podcast picture on Friday? Yes. And uh, now I'm giving you a that although that picture was from five years ago, and I was lamenting on the last podcast how I had not been there in a while, and I finally went, and it was nighttime, it was beautiful, and then I walked from there. You can walk from there. I did a lot of walking. Oh, I looked at my Fitbit. I had walked something like 16 miles. Say what? Yeah, but I then walked from uh, the Palace of Fine Arts to the Wave Organ. There's a wave organ that's the the waves and I don't have a wave sound effect, but I do have the Beach Boys. If everybody had an ocean across the US, who surf on waves, then everybody be surfing like California. But the wave organ wasn't working because the tide was too low. What it does is when the waves hit the side of this jetty that go into the marina in San Francisco, it creates these cool sounds. And they've got the, it's, it's an interesting place. It's all kind of, it looks like something that sprung out of Atlantis. And it's absolutely free. You park there, it's free parking. And so you should check it out. That should be on your travel log. The mic, make a mic excursion. That's what my my excursion involved. And then I went to the Marina District and ate a delicious uh, cheese steak at a place called Squat and Gobble. I kid you not. This restaurant is called Squat and Gobble. 
how in anyone's right mind would you come up with that name? First off, eating and squatting do not go together. So you have a restaurant called Squat and Gobble. I understand the gobble, but oh my gosh. I should. Yeah, and there's a lot of turkey items on the menu. But squat? What? I know. That was just. Uh... Here, I need to play this person saying. Are you out of your mind? Oh, no, no. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's right. That's what happened. So that was my San Francisco trip and then took the 30 back to uh, Powell where and market where the Powell BART station is hopped on BART went home and then I had to walk home which I still had another two miles to go oh that's what led to 16 miles my friend I am nuts there's th something must be wrong with me and I'm nuts he's nuts they're nuts they Something must be wrong with you. The Pentagon Papers. I don't know anything about them. I know they had something to do with the Vietnam War. I know there's a movie called The Post or something that Spielberg just came out with and Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep are in it. Yeah, it sounds like a really exciting movie. I can do that sound effect better than the snoring sound effect that I have, but I'll just play the snoring effect. There you go. Okay, but you have to listen to On The Media, the podcast On The Media. Don't listen to the show, the one that they already have on as a show that NPR played over the weekend. Which, by the way, I heard NPR all weekend long. These well-known anchors, uh, something, Scott Simon, he's been on morning edition or Saturday morning, whatever, the weekend morning edition forever. And I actually heard him say bleep hole. This past morning, uh, Saturday morning, and I heard Lulu Garcia Navarro say that as well. The bleep hole. I couldn't believe. I, I heard NPR use a cuss word, but the president said it. It's okay. So this guy I produced this morning show for, he says, I'm going to say that word because the president said it. And uh, I, I'm forwarding him a special email we got from our company that said do not say that word wrong that's still against fcc regulations it's an fcc violation even if he says wrong and uses that bad word or maybe he didn't use that bad word all these republicans were standing up for him and denying it well i don't know he may have said it. i he was talking really fast i didn't hear it oh my gosh how but which is a very good thing which is a very, very good thing. And this was not even fun. As we're going to, I think we're going to wrap up the show here. I know I've gone long today with all these things on this very, this, this is my slogan now for the show. This show is a jovial look at the world. Huh? Is that good? The United States. Is that a good? No more Mr. Nice Guy. A jovial look at the world? Come on, you can do better than that. You don't like it? Oh. Well, okay, we won't go with that name then. But, okay, so in Hawaii, there was that missile. They, they thought that they were going to... Incoming missile, look out! Too soon, Mike, too soon. But the Jim Carrey said that, I woke up this morning in Hawaii with 10 minutes to live. It was a false alarm, but a real psychic warning. Yeah, you think... 
Shave that awful, disgusting beard, Jim. Jeez. Uh, Hawaii's false missile threat. The worker, work, the worker that did it feels terrible after pushing the wrong button. He, he's like, da, 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 da. I'm going to press this button. Oh, no. What the? Uh, he feels terrible, though. Oh. Yeah. You're an idiot. Um, so the... There's a so if the guy that I produced the morning show says what I think he's gonna say, he's gonna actually say what the uh, president said. He said, "I want to quote the president." Said the guy that I produced the morning show. Yeah, that's not gonna end well. That's gonna be that's gonna be more of a disaster. Oh. Warning! Warning! Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. 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 But danger's good. Danger's not a stranger. Your name is Danger, isn't it? Isn't that your first name? I spell my name Danger. Excellent. Foreign ministers from around 20 nations gathered on Tuesday. What? Why is it Tuesday? You mean they're, they've already done it? It's tomorrow? Uh... Oh, oh, they are going to gather. Somebody needs to type words and put them into his article at Reuters. They're going to discuss how to curb North Korea's nuclear ambitions through diplomatic and financial pressure. But China, seen as a key player, will be absent. The Vancouver meeting co-hosted by Canada and the U.S. comes amid signs that tensions on the peninsula have eased, at least temporarily. North and South Korea held talks for the first time in two years last week. Pyongyang says it will send athletes across the border. They're going to be going um, to the Olympics. And their theme song sounds a little like this. That is their song. I hope you don't mind if I turn this off. But China was absent. But the United States and others say the international community must look at ways of expanding a broad range of sanctions aimed at North Korea's nuclear program. And Trump defending once again that, oh, he said something to this effect. He said he's defending himself against new uh, accusations that he's a racist. This time after the disparaging comments made about Haiti and African nations. No, I'm not a racist. Uh, he also denied making the statement attributed to I'm the least racist person that you could ever meet, he said. Okay. Um, and did you, he asked, did you see what various senators in the room said about my comments? And he... Out in Florida on Sunday, after a long weekend of controversy, Donald Trump denying again he'd referred to Haiti and African nations as countries last week. Oops, I'm gonna have that to bleep. Mixed messages over what will happen to the even Reuters casted arrivals program. Earlier in the day, he tweeted it was probably dead. Hours later, he seemingly took a U-turn on DACA, saying he'd keep the door open for a deal. We're ready, willing, and able to make a deal on DACA. Okay. And that's the end of the show as we go outside of Cafe Anyway. And here I'm going to say 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this show. I hope it happy. Reports of Trump's derogatory remarks met harsh criticism across party lines. Yeah, it's true. You know, that's the end of the show. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. I'm going to end with this little song. Okay. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.